Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Podcasty, episode zero, I think. Um, we are very excited to start this show. The, there is Baha. And there is Noor. Um, we will do a little introduction. Um, my name is Baha Amr. Uh, I'm Mawlud Baghdad, Iraq. I've been in America for about يوم كلش مهم بحياتي ليش لأنه آه أنا أحب أجواء التصوير والميديا كليتها هذه فأنا كلش interested بال بالميديا سيكتور آه وإن شاء الله <تصفيق> <تصفيق> وإن شاء الله راح نكون مواصلين وياكم برحلة طويلة من بودكاستي بالضبط آه اليوم يوم كلش يعني ما أعرف is very special علينا عليهم شخصيا لانه هذا البروجكت تعبنا عليه هوايه and it's been in the making for the longest i can remember mm-hmm. قبل لا يبدي كوفيد i would say صح. صار كم كم سنه <laughs> so uh, you know simple things you think you just want to start a podcast like just you know get a mic but it's not that simple for all my podcasters out there but here's podcast t um, and the essence of this podcast is basically Talking about, you know, a lot of things that maybe not a lot of people talk about or it's not getting that much attention out there. And um, on this show, of course, you'll have Baha. You'll have me. I'm Noor. As you guys seen in the intro, there's Shally. She's currently in um, San Diego. But she will be on some of these topics. Some of these topics will have also guests in there. Different guests. Um, it depends will, on the topic. Yeah. So that way we can share information, be fun, and... You know, we want to be a le- in just an easy listening podcast, something you can just turn on and be like, ah, you know, and just go about your day. Yes. Maybe you're driving to work right now or, you know, having you just put your baby to sleep and you just want something to listen to. And thanks for clicking on the first episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a baby episode. Um, yes. So, yeah, this is going to be, I would say, brief. Um, it would be kind of a little background about the tea and every episode we will have kind of information about every kind of yes. tea we drink because there's a lot of types and we give a little background history and then we hop into the story. That way you guys kind of know what to expect here, but um, yes. different topics, exciting topics. We will, yeah, we will get as much teas as we can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and we will test, we will taste it for you guys and tell you, hey, if this tastes tastes good or not yeah um but it will it will show some information that you know it will be helpful for you to decide if you want to try this kind of tea starting or not starting from this one starting so i'm pretty sure in the beginning from um, the one we have right here um, this is the iraqi tea chai abul hel it's حلقتنا راح تكون عن عن الشاي وتاريخ الشاي. Before you start, I just remember to introduce myself completely. I, w- I just went about the show because I'm really excited about the show. But my name is Noor. Um, I'm 12 years old. شو تريدين تصيرين من تكبرين عمو؟ No, but I actually, um, yeah, so I love creating so much and uh, 
I'm trying this year. I think we both feel it's going to be our year in creating. Inshallah. And um, we're just excited. And yeah, I love creating so much. Um, I love talking so much to people. And I love to just make a lot of connections. That's who I am. If you One find me reasons. somewhere, stop me. We're like, hey, Noor, I've yeah. seen your episode. Or, hey, I have share your opinions with us in the comments and all that. Yeah. Um, but I've been out of the country. I'm from Baghdad, Iraq as well. I've been outside the country for about 17, 18 years. Baghdad. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss it. Galbi. But hey. we um, we migrated here yes. with my family, and uh, you know I've been here since a young age, and uh, it's been amazing to me, and personally, and I think it feels great to finally have something going as a podcast. So share it with your friends, share it with your family, subscribe, please, because this will show so much support to. Something we're finally doing. Yes, yeah. of course. Um, so yeah, in this episode, we will buc- we will talk about tea and the culture of tea uh, over the years and how um, the culture of tea have evolved uh, over the years. So Noor, tell me about tea. Where, like, where did tea come from? How did like <laughs> how did people find about? Like, this is tea, it's going to be put in a hot water mm-hmm. to give it a color and give it a taste and a smell. Yeah. How did that happen? So, we do stuff every day, but we don't think of the origins. But whenever you think about who's the founder, who started this, you know? Like, sometimes you just have weird questions like, who made the first book? Or something like that. So, with the tea, while I was searching, I was pretty fascinating that the first time ever somebody which it was a chinese legend so it was found founded in china um at a region in southern china it's called yunnan and mm-hmm. by a chinese emperor and they're saying it's a legend so that means there's a truth to it and there's some so it's a theory basically yeah um story behind it but basically he was um he was a person that tries a lot of uh different medicines he would come up with medicines and by medicines of course it was plants back in the day so he was basically boiling boiling his water and then a leaf came from a tree it fell in he liked the color of it he's like hmm something (laughs) new to try and he drank it and then from there he started doing an effusions so he was an emperor there's a different story if you guys search it says his servant was boiling water Every time you search about this, you get like different kind of stories. But I believe that one the most because he was, he always experimented to make medicine. Mm -hmm. So I assume you would experiment yourself instead of your servants experimenting for you, you know? Um, But it was, so it was founded 5,000 years ago. Um, Long time. Very long time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And um, he liked it. And from there, you know. He infused it, but the Japanese people were the one that brought a lot of variety out of it. As we know, there's black tea, there's green tea. There's a green tea, uh, all the other there ones. There is, uh, I think, Olong tea. Mm-hmm. There's all type of teas, but... What is the name of the of the tree of the tea? Um, Camellia sinensis, I think, or something like that. Something like that. We we will, Camellia, we will put a picture we'll put a and picture a name. For it. It's a very pretty plant, by the uh, way. Yeah, I've seen the picture. It's very pretty and it's very green. You <laughs> never think you would see like a black leaves. Yes. You know? yes. Or even the the green the green tea leaves. 
they don't look as green as much. No. They look like a little dark. And the more I researched, actually, the tea comes from two to three plants, like from the Camellia um, senesis. Is, I think I'm saying it right, I okay. hope. Yep. Um, but it's processed. The processing is different. So, oh, okay. So it is all from the same plant. Like the foundation, it comes from the same tree. Mm-hmm. However, it gets processed differently to make those variety of teas that we have today. The green tea, the white tea, right. all that kind of stuff, the black tea. Um, but as I was saying, Japan mm-hmm. took it to another level. Of course, as you know, tea was super expensive, so it was only to the elite people. Um, and uh, J- Japanese um, elites, you know, the emperors, they took it to another level. So first it started with monks and people that do um, like Buddhism and Zen. They would use it for meditation. Okay. And then from there, they took it and uh, if you were rich, Back in the Japanese um, days, <laughs> you would have a different tea room, and it would be called the Chashitsu. So <laughs> I know it's really cool. But, but it, it's cool, but <laughs> for some reason, it's, it's reminding me of the the dogs breed. I know the Shitsu, Shitsu. dogs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs so much. I am a dog person. She loves dogs so much, like she dogs. can connect dogs to anything. And now, guess what? It's getting connected yeah. to the tea. To the tea. <laughs> Somehow, dogs, dogs are involved with the tea now. Yes. Okay. But the Chashitsu mm-hmm. um, room. Um, so if you, it's separated from their house. So let's mm. just say this is your house. The Chashitsu would be across the street, for example. Okay. You'd have a separate room separate built room. only for that, for a tea ceremony where your people can come gather. Tea ceremony? Yeah. It Ooh. would be prepared. You will, it, there's a certain way to prepare it okay. um, and enjoy it in a certain way. Mm. It's There's like a kind of tradition behind it because that's how much they believe in the harmony tea brings mm-hmm. which is i think it's it's quite beautiful yeah um and yeah. i think and i think that's something you know we personally do like yeah. when we drink tea we don't like i'll never drink tea by myself right i just it just doesn't make sense it's sad you know <laughs> but it you does, can <laughs> i can but usually when when we do like a pot of tea mm. like it's it's around people yeah. There are some people who are going to sit down and drink tea together. Call a friend. Like, hey, you, know? you want to come have tea with me? Exactly. And it creates that environment of, hey, let's sit down and have a conversation. Right. I know, like, now things are different with the technology and phones and everything. Um, but that's something I really like about the what the tea creates, um, like, for families and friends and, like, gathers people all together. Um, and then I think, uh, tea was, uh, reached Europe, uh, it, it got to England, right? Um, and then over there again, tea was expensive. It was. You can't, right now we can get a, a one kg for eight, nine dollars. Mm. But back then it was very expensive and was a considered a commodity. Yes. Also, yes. which is, uh, to me, is insane. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the the royal families in England, um, they were drinking that tea, and now like all you know, like when you you talk about tea, oh, is it English breakfast tea? Yeah. That's like that's the the main 
kind of yeah. you know very famous tea is the English breakfast. That's right. the first thing that comes into mind, mm-hmm. uh, and to people also. Um, and over the years, the British uh, they they start drinking tea in the afternoon too. So instead of the beside the morning, yeah, that's where like the tea time came into place. Exactly, it, the tea time came into place where they started having um, a light meal, but it's built based <laughs> and mainly yeah. on tea. That so came, tea, yeah. yeah, so tea like and a and a piece of cookie and or like biscuit or cake or whatever we want to yeah. call it, um, and they dip it. Yeah, and that's. That's something that to me is I read is very about interesting. That. Like, you did, yeah. Yeah, I did read about that. It says um, the Seventh Duchess, um, which uh, the Seven Duchess of Bedford mm-hmm. in England, because tea didn't get to Russia after Japan till the 15th century, and throughout throughout the Silk Road, right? Yes, of course. It got to. Um, England in the 17th, 16th, 17th century. Mm-hmm. But it got only, as you said, to the elite people. But how it got there, um, the seventh Duchess, I think her name was Anne of Bedford, she mm-hmm. would get hungry. Mm-hmm. And then she actually wanted to eat, but there's only breakfast and she didn't want to wait for the next meal. Yep. So her introducing tea time at 4 p.m. kind of every day yeah it was something like between four three yeah. to five something like that yeah she would ask her friend to come mm-hmm. and then that dragged all the servants to prepare dinner so super late because now she's yeah. full because she's a company in her drink with a cake or cookie <laughs> yeah as you said mm-hmm. like most of us do we enjoy doing but um she made that a tradition yep. so 4 p.m is tea time and that's where um that's why England and you know they're super big on tea because it's she started that. Yeah. So, so after that, I think um, Persia, Tur- Turkey, uh, and the Middle East got introduced to tea too. Yeah. Um, the Turkish people are crazy about tea. Mm-hmm. They consume so much. I, I did the research. They s- says <coughs> that. Um, one Turkish person consumes a thousand cup every single year. I believe that. And this is at least like three to four cups a day. Yeah. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because we personally, yeah. <laughs> ورا هذا الحر وما ادري شنو نشرب شاي حار هذا ثاني واحد اوكي وبعدين عصريه تصير الغفوه اند ذن نقعد العصر همينا نشرب شاي وكعك وبعدين يجي العشاء نتعشى وهمينا وراها شاي تعلوله يو نو سو ذيس از فور تايمز اند ات ميكس سنس اند اتس فاني هاو لايك وي بيلد ثينجز اراوند تي تو يعني مثلا مسألة انه نسهر بالليل السهرات مالتنا yeah. كلها تعال اشرب شاي تعال معود حول اشرب شاي حول اشرب yeah. شاي بالضبط يا ف بسايد ذات اي ريمبر وين يو نو وين اي واز ا كيد نسوي كلاصات كبيرة مال شاي 
okay? Around that big. It, maybe bigger than this, probably. I don't By know. By the way, our parents didn't like us drinking tea at a young age. That yeah. wasn't something welcomed as much. But they see you doing it, and they try to look the other way. Because, like, they do it in front of you, like, five times a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, I'd be, I'd be hungry, you know, running around and yeah. with my friends in the streets and all of that. And then I come back home. There is no way I'm going to ask my mom to make, make some food right now. <laughs> this is not going to happen. So, but guess what? There's a leftover of tea. Okay. I can pour it in a cup. Black, pitch black. So, so really dark. Leftover. So dark. <laughs> and then, uh, guess what? There is always bread. Yes. We yes. never Iraqi run out of bread. bread. Iraqi bread is always there. Either khubuz lo samun. Yes. And we just, I just. Dip that thing in there, and eat it as a <laughs> <laughs> and eat it as a meal. someone doesn't matter. Everything. Like this is something <laughs> in the blood. Khubuz there. Imagine yeah, that was something. You know, um, I always remember, yeah, um, it was so my tasty. Mom, huh? It was so tasty, the bread and tea. Oh, guys, yeah. guys, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Yeah. Go, please, just, and, and, and listen, go to the closest market to you, okay? I don't know where you guys live, but if there is, preferably, Iraqi bread, if you get your hands on one piece, buy it, and then... Go home, make black tea, okay? You remember, you, you got to put sugar. Put sugar. Don't make it too sweet, but make it sweet. Yeah, okay? but make it sweet, yeah. And then dip the Iraqi bread. If closest to Iraqi bread will be none, I'm pretty sure. Um, Is it Pakistanian or? Yeah, I, I think, think. Yeah. And, and dip that in it, but preferably Iraqi. And just take a bite and think of us. <laughs> I can tell you something else to do. Is shred the bread. But the tea is hot. Yeah. Tea has to be hot. Right. Another way you can do it. Don't just dip it. Making me hungry. Shred all the bread and put it in that cup. Mm -hmm. Give it a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of minutes. Yes. Like I would say. Eat it two, like an oatmeal. Exactly. Two, three minutes. And you're going to love this. Like this is going to be probably your snack. Make it if you work out and you're on a healthy um streak just make it like a once a week because it's bread like it's going to be a cup like this of bread and black tea yeah but it's so good it's, like it's, it, really it's good. um it's a simple things that didn't cost much money but it made us really full and happy that oh, was yeah. one of them um just um tea and bread iraqi bread yes <laughs> so good really good um <laughs> yeah that's insane good memories very good memories of course there is something else i like too is uh halib nido that's occasionally for me i know you are you love i tea. love it so much i don't know why but yani halib mixed with with chai yeah i don't need gishwa i just lied so <laughs> i don't need gishwa <laughs> i know but like it gets created because i'm going to put it aside <laughs> <laughs> See, people, not everybody likes it. But here's the thing, though. 
يو نو لايك ان ذا بدول الخليج مثلا عندك السعوديه امارات قطر right. بحرين عمان they are crazy about chai karak yes shally she's hearing us right now yes. she is a she, big on karak she might have her own karak and we'll put a, a picture of what karak is it's spiced tea it's spiced it has uh, saffron cardamom Yeah. I think processed milk yeah, and black tea. Th- yeah. There are so many things and it needs to be um, like heated at a specific temperature. Yeah. Like it, very, so much details. So much It's chemistry. really good. Yes. <laughs> It's really good too. Um, so probably I think the Pakistani and Indian, like that's where it came yeah, from. I like see the that. Karak. Probably. Yeah. They, I think that's the origin, the yeah, origin of it. I think so too. Yeah. And then you know um, this is this is to me that like the Eastern culture tea is always hot tea is always black um, you know <laughs> not always but yeah yeah m- m- most of the time it's a black tea yeah. um, but then you come to the West things change they do change dramatically like <laughs> yeah yeah I remember <laughs> uh, fair, like I landed in JFK yes October 2012 I think. Um, I want to drink something, you yeah. know. I've been on a long flight from Amman. You want to get hydrated. Yeah, it's yes. like 13, 14 hours flight. <sighs> Those flights. Yeah, I, I landed at JFK. I was like, you know what, let me go to a grocery store. Let me get something. Right. I go and I look at the at the fridge and I see those bottles and, and cans that says iced tea. I'm like... Like, what are they doing with the tea here? Iced tea? <laughs> what are you guys doing? What happened? <laughs> what are you guys do- doing to the culture here? I'm calling my mom <laughs> on you. <laughs> They're having iced tea over here. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, why iced tea? Why Why you put ice in there? Why you think it's better to be served cold? And guess what? That was not enough. Did you drink it? When he saw no, it? No, I, w- I was disgusted. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you just, yeah. you just saw the name and you're like, turn off. No. Yeah. And yeah. then I look at it and it <laughs> says, like, iced tea. And then the other one, it says, peach iced tea. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> That was my face, literally. You're like, no. What are you doing, guys? Okay. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to come close to it. Yeah. Tea to me is a tea. Let me get something else. <laughs> I got something, probably water or something. Maybe I don't remember coffee. exactly. But I know for sure I didn't get that iced tea. Um, but then I think um, iced tea was first made in the U.S. W- when was that? In 1904, I, I think. I think 1904, yeah. In, uh, 1904, there, is a, there was a festival kind of thing in St. Louis. St. Louis. That's yeah. how it happened. St. Louis. Somebody was like, oh, it's too hot. We can't do the hot tea. Let's pour some ice in somebody it. Somebody brought samples <laughs> at that um, kind of like a fair. Okay. Yeah. And then he was passing samples, but there was a heat wave that hit. And people are not going to buy hot mm. tea. And it's just hot. Yeah. By the way, in Middle East, that would have. This guy would have made, would have still made money. <laughs> We, people would have still bought it. But in USA, they're like, no, things just don't make sense, you know? Yeah. Um, but he ended up dumping bunch of ice with the tea samples and your uh, iced tea was born. Till exists till now. There is so many brands, so many flavors. We'll put his name or his picture if we find it. Um, yeah. Um, 
And like even like thinking about it right now, mm-hmm. it's like why that that much of flavors was created. It's still black tea, yeah. but they put that peach, they put that strawberry <laughs> lemonade, they put that strawberry kiwi, watermelon, peach iced tea. So it, to me, this sounds like. They want to sell more. They want people to like something new beside the black tea that they are it's already infusions, selling. It's infusions, right? Yes. Which I would say it's it's making it fun, right? Mm-hmm. Making it very fun. Making it uh, something that people can connect with. You like peach, but this is ice peach. So you eat peach every day. Try this tea that makes with flavor. It's kind of just getting more people to try it. But I think it stayed there, you know? Yeah, it stayed um, there because, you know, people are actually liking it. The Westerns. But if you take this back home, they like, will sit on the shelf for a while. My grandparents going to look at me and be like, cute. <laughs> <laughs> How about you put, you put the teapot on the, on the stove right now? <laughs> Get us another teammate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm just thinking. So if you think about it, mm-hmm. China, you know, a lot of tea is planted there, right? Yeah. Um, Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Argentina, all these regions that they're big, you know, just farms. They they come up, they produce so much tea. Right. But the consumption is even in different countries, not the same countries. So the most regions that consume tea, mm-hmm. um, it's saying Middle Eastern countries and then Russian okay. and then European. And on the list last is USA. But it's mostly, mo- it's sorry, it's mostly, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Asian um, countries in the Middle East. But Middle East consumes it more than they produce it, mm-hmm. because to us, it's a whole ritual. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole hey, let's have tea and talk deeply about what's going on, or let's have tea and plan something. Or we always think of tea as Tea is like your best friend in Middle East. I would, this is how I feel it. Yeah. Because when you think of tea, you're not thinking, I need to get this homework done. And I know you asked me the other day, you're like, what is, we were talking about tea and coffee. We had a conversation and then we were trying yes. to put the differences. Yes. Coffee, <clears throat> honestly, like if I want to get something done, yeah. Let me get that couple shot espresso. espresso Three shots. Uh, yeah (laughs) and then i'll get something done in a timely manner okay um but with tea it's more like i i want to get my thoughts together Mm -hmm. you know i want to sit down i want to have a conversation um it's it i know it has caffeine in it okay there is caffeine in it this is a fact Mm -hmm. okay but i don't think it's as strong as coffee Mm -hmm. And the, even the impact of it, like if I drink a full pot of tea, I don't think I will be like more energetic or like... You want glitch. I want, <laughs> I want glitch. Like if I if I would drink three cups of coffee, you, you know, like work. I'll be tearing things apart <laughs> if I want to because of the Heart energy I'll have. Up, racing with tea, that doesn't happen. You don't have caffeine crush with tea. Exactly. Um, but with coffee, you do get caffeine crush after your second cup sometimes to some people. Some people, they are on their Vente game every day. Um, I think there's something larger than a Vente. Um, 
I is forgot there? what it's called. I, yeah, there is. Really? Yeah, I think my friend told me the other day. I'm like, there's no way, but there is. Um, Interesting. But yeah, so whenever you drink tea, if we have three pots right now and we just run this podcast for six more episodes, we're not going to have caffeine crush. Maybe we're going to oh. be like, oh, we're we just drinking a lot of tea. Yeah. Like we'll be like, oh, we... We need something else, uh, maybe something colder, but we're not going to have that caffeine crush. It just get, it's kind of stabilizes us in a way. Um, you don't feel that. So the difference between tea and coffee, mm-hmm. coffee is I need to get some things done. Tea is let me just chill and have yeah. a good conversation and think with myself. Exactly. Or, I don't know, just yes. there, you know, it's, it's, it's it's easier yeah i remember mm, we were talking about tea still Mm -hmm. and you were saying there is um there was a room back in the day for people that it's called beta shy beta shy yeah and when you told me that just like the chashitsu in in japan yeah yeah Yeah. so beta shy is like different yeah it's designated for the family to sit there and drink tea yeah which is to me is that's another brain. level of respect coffee needs to work on to get that <laughs> i'm sorry you i love coffee by the way i drink coffee all the time but we all drink coffee yeah but tea is just there's uh it has its own vibe not, you know not just vibe it has to it's true elegance there's it's so much of this should be a better yeah. word I like i like i one. don't think i ever went to work mm-hmm. and i had a tea in my car if you think about it. Yeah. But I can have coffee. the coffee anywhere. Yeah. I can have the cup of coffee sitting in my car, the drinking and sipping until I get to work, for example. You know, but I'll never do that to tea. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? The macchiato and mochiato and mochaccino, tachaccino, tachaccino, latte, tate. But the tea, it's like black green tea matcha. Yeah. What else? There's a lot. And yeah. of course, the iced tea, the infusions. These are not teas. Mm. So f- I have some people, they come and be like, oh, yeah, I'm drinking this tea, peach, tea, lemonade. I'm like, stop. <laughs> <Time out. laughs> yeah, exactly. Time out. You need to stop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is not tea. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to whip you. No, but it's just, I, you know, and some people sometimes like, oh, do you like tea? Like I, I ask them, you know, my, my American friends, and they go like tea. Yeah. I get that look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think until they try it and they fall like, in love, huh, you have to prepare it in a certain way for you to enjoy it. Yes. Um, and I don't blame like my American friends for not being so much into tea because it's a process to prepare it's the not, perfect mm-hmm. tea pot, you know, yeah. but if nobody's there to show them the, the beauty of the process so mm. they can enjoy it in the right way. I don't blame them not having that exposure, but I think it's our jobs here with, through podcasty. Um, we'll kind of, you know, get them more into the know of how to prepare the perfect pot yeah. of Arabian tea because we learned a lot about the coffee, man. <laughs> we really did. Yeah, speaking of that, Noor, um, like I know some people, they have two, um, two, two pots. One, they will put just water and heat the water in it. And then the other too. one... Um, they put like the tea and then boil it like for a, a little bit for water. Yeah, and, the and then they mix until like they like it in a what kind, what level of way. color, <laughs> yeah. what grade of color they like it. Yeah, 
Okay. Mbalin kasser. Yeah, mbalin kasser, exactly. Mbalin kasser, it's time to make a new one. What kind of person you are? Are you one of the people who are going to make a new one? they get it right the first time? Ani, I think, Ani Mizani. I think, yeah, I get it from the right time, but from the first time. But here's the thing, though. The way I make tea personally, I don't use a, you a do water. You do one pot. I do one pot. Yes. One pot and that's it. Mm-hmm. The, um, I may miss the first one, like the first cup, mm-hmm. okay? But the second one, I know it's going to be perfect because, like, oh, well, I don't know what khadar means in English, but it will sit simmer for it will simmer. Yes, yes. It will simmer sit for a longer time for a mo- couple more minutes Two until or three six minutes. Yeah, yeah, it depends, and then it will be darker a little Not bit. Not super long because we let long. it sit there. You're gonna cast it all the time. Yeah, you gotta you cast it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I mean, I, do you like your tea dark? I don't like it if too I dark. Put bread in it. it Listen, if we are talking... If you doing the bread stuff I'm telling you about... If we're talking 1996 and leftover tea is always dark as a Coke. Oh, like 96. Yeah, like in, when we were kids. When we were kids, yeah. Yeah. It's always a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's like the one things I want. But you know what's what makes me like respect tea more than coffee? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people that love coffee, they're going to hate me. Please don't hate me. Is there? I got a point. <laughs> <laughs> But um, through the Silk Road, which mm-hmm. that's how it got to the Middle East and everywhere, mm-hmm. what, while it was, I was reading, while it was getting, you know, on like transferred from region to region, some of these caravans of camels, two to three hundred camels, Yes. They, and it was part of the Silk Road. Um, and they would travel over 16 months to travel 11,000 miles to get it from China all the way to like Russia and then to distribute it all the way down. That's I mean, insane. People liked it that much, guys, to, to go through over 16 months of traveling, 300 camels more. I mean, you know, like all yeah. that to just make that perfect delivered tea. Yeah. If you think about it, like that's, that's a lot. And people had, I mean, of course they made a lot of money with it because back in the day it was a bit more expensive um, until we'll have a different episode about the Boston Tea Party and all that. That was just a more... Um, recent um, events that were happening with the tea, but we will go over that in a different episode. I don't want to lose that topic, but when you're thinking the Silk Road and how people got through all these, the tea merchants, they made so much money, right? Because people valued it so high. And even after the value of tea, well, a lot of people, a lot of average people, working class can afford it, Mm -hmm. right? They never went out of business. Because it's always in demand until so this day. Till this moment. Until this moment. <laughs> yeah. I know one of the places we go um, in, um, in Michigan, mm. um, there is the tea person brings the tea for us <laughs> yes. after, after a meal there. And this guy makes it more entertaining. He's wearing like his Iraqi sidara and he's like wearing some kind of suit there. Yes. 
and then he start doing things with the with the cup we should and the put plate. a video on the side yeah so i i think we will we'll put a video in the end of the episode so you, can, you guys can watch it and see the things they do with it's so fun he's like he's making a rhythm within uh, like the teaspoon yeah uh, and he's like doing things there and then pouring the tea from a high um from like a very high place so like you can see like the water is pouring into that little little yeah. cup there but yeah tea is fun mm-hmm. it's always fun it's always fun it's always good for you if there is any tea company wants to sponsor this <laughs> podcast we're more than welcome <laughs> um but yeah nor it was a great talking to you about tea today thank you it was yeah. you know it was that fun was very, it that was, was very fun it flew by i think what 40 minutes 40 plus minutes yeah um yeah guys we appreciate you watching um if you can hit that subscribe button for me that would be great us on i don't know if yes our podcast will be available uh on spotify um uh apple podcast too and if we add any, if we add it to any other plot, pl- platform, whoa. if we add it to another platform, we will let you know, and we will put the links down below. Um, until then, we'll see you guys see you next episode. On the first episode, this was just an introductory, so that way you guys kind of um, know what kind of um, rhythm this is going to go. Of course, going to be different topics, but we love tea. And uh, we're just going to share our love of tea through great topics and through, you know, upcoming episodes. So stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. And, you know, can't wait to talk to you guys and interact with all of you. Peace.